welcome to another edition of Park Talk Podcast, the official podcast of the Naperville Park District. Welcome back to the State of the Park District and this episode titled Growing Community Partnerships. I'm joined in the studio by a sizable contingent of voices by podcast standards, and I'm pleased to welcome the following four guests, Executive Director Brad Wilson, Director of Planning Eric Schutz, Director of Recreation and Facilities Andrea Coates, and Sales and Sponsorship Manager Stacy Fontesha. Thank you all for joining me for what I expect will be a very dynamic and informative packed conversation. Thank you for having us. For those of you who know and understand Naperville, it's not surprising that a foundational aspect of what makes this community successful comes down to partnerships and a desire to work together for a better result. Mutually beneficial agreements can take many forms and the district has enjoyed many long-term partnerships with various entities and continues to build new relationships. My goal with this discussion is to highlight some of the long-term partnerships and talk about some of the new collaborations that we have. So Brad, I'm going to start with you kind of at that higher level. How do community partnerships materialize and how does the district go about evaluating potential partnerships? Well, thanks, Sam. You know, as you mentioned, there are a very large number of community partnerships that Mm -hmm. ultimately the community benefits from. And it's been something that uh, with the Park District and with many of the community organizations have really been built up over time. Uh, right. Really, it's it's those strong relationships that have been built between the city, uh, the park district, school districts, forest preserve districts that have really led to putting many of the partnerships in place. And over time, community leaders continue to recognize that, uh, you know, to benefit the community, uh, to maximize the, the resources that each organization has mm-hmm. and, and put that to, together to be able to provide uh, even greater amenities uh, available to the community. Uh, It's a mindset that continues today with many organizations. Uh, We work very uh, strongly with a number of the community partners, and it's not just government entities. Uh, We work with uh, private uh, providers. We work with a number of community groups, uh, individual donors, volunteer organizations, uh, all to look at, uh, you know, how can we work together to provide the the best uh, available resources to the community and and really meet the mission of the Park District. And that's something that as we evaluate those potential partnerships, that's the first thing we're looking at is, is this going to support the the Park District Mm -hmm. and the mission and what we provide to the community and what is going to be the overall community benefit. Um, And so uh, we're very happy to to be able to have a number of these partnerships in place and and we look forward to continuing to explore and add partnerships into the future. Right. Well, because like you said, it helps us do what we do. Absolutely. And and we wouldn't be able to do what we currently do as an organization without those partnerships in place. Right. Andrea, um, our collaboration with both Naperville School Districts 203 and 204, and I know you talked a little bit about this in a previous episode, but I'd like to delve into it a little bit more. It demonstrates one of our longest partnerships. How do our agreements with the area schools benefit what we provide from a recreation perspective? Sure. Well, first of all, the relationship we have with both School District 203 and 204 is critical to the success of the Naperville Park District. Without these shared cooperative agreements for the use of gymnasiums, athletic fields, and pools, uh, both organizations would be facing some difficult challenges. By sharing these spaces, we have the ability to provide the community with more recreational opportunities at a reasonable cost and geographically around the community. 
Um, not only do we cooperatively share programming space, but, but at times we also share amenities that support our spaces. Mm -hmm. uh, just recently, for example, we're adding a parking lot that we're sharing um, the expansion of this parking lot with the school district uh, that not only helps with our park patrons, but also the, the participants and families that attend the schools. Right. So it's a great relationship, and we continue to work with this relationship. And that's a much anticipated parking lot too. Yes, so it is. I think everyone's looking forward to that. Yes. Andrea, another question for you. So Western DuPage Special Recreation Association, otherwise known as WDSRA, is another long-term collaboration of ours. Can you talk a little bit about what this relationship entails and how it benefits our community? Sure. First of all, WDSRA's mission is to provide recreational opportunities uh, for children, teens, and adults with special needs. Um, our collaboration with the WDSRA is really twofold. Um, the first is how we, as a district, supports WDSRA mm -hmm. by providing programming space that is used specifically for those with special needs. Um, a perfect example of this is a dedicated room that we have over at Fort Hill Activity right. Center. Um, this room is used primarily by WDSRA with the intent of very specific special programming for special needs. Uh, the second part of the collaboration is the inclusion services support that WDSRA provides to us uh, within our programs. Mm -hmm. WDSRA staff work side by side with Park District staff um, in supporting those individuals with special needs in a variety of programs such as gymnastics, day camp. Um, this collaboration allows both organizations to successfully support those with special needs uh, within the community. So it's a really, really important um, collaboration. Definitely. And I think we've done so many great things with WDSRA. And I think if you're a family that doesn't have a need for their, what they provide as far as special needs, I think it's so important for everyone in the community to know that that is available because it's such an important partnership. Absolutely. Eric, I'm going to shift over to you. An example of a newer partnership is between the district and Naperville Little League for two very specific projects. Can you explain what these projects are and how this relationship enhances what the Park District is able to do? Absolutely. So a little bit of background in history going back to late 2022. Uh, the Naperville Park District had an opportunity to work closely with Naperville Little League Baseball. And we had plans to renovate the ball fields. It was ball field number five at DuPage River Sports Complex and ball field number five at Knock Park. And so Naperville Little League expressed an interest in partnering with us in improving those fields. Mm -hmm. And the Little League identified an interest in installing synthetic turf. And synthetic turf is so important for infields because it allows us to get back on fields much quicker after rain events right. or, or you know, especially in springtime. So it was a really nice um, improvement to our field since we already had drainage improvements planned for those two fields. Uh, so we were able to work out an agreement with Naperville Little League and Naperville Little League identified an interest to donate up to $200,000 for, for the wow. project. Uh, so a breakdown to approximately or 100,000 for each field. Mm -hmm. And then um, we were very fortunate with the agreement to start working on that project uh, last year in 2023. And so we uh, focused on the field at DuPage River Sports Complex Field 5. Uh, we were able to complete that. And then now in 2024, this summer, uh, we're looking at starting or early fall, starting the renovation of Field 5 at Knock Park. So it's a really exciting project. Very fortunate to have the relationship with, as Brad mentioned, with the 
various affiliates and sponsors and, and groups within the community uh, to team up on a very special project here in Naperville. Well, and what a, a great and significant improvement for the community. Excellent. That's wonderful. Stacy, while the partnerships you oversee are somewhat different than the ones we've highlighted so far, there are similarities as well. Can you talk about the partnerships that you are tasked with developing and managing and how they benefit not just the district, but community-wide? Yeah, absolutely. The kinds of partnerships that I'm tasked with developing and managing fall in a few different buckets. Having sponsorship not only allows businesses within and around the community to have visibility and exposure in front of our community, but it also helps to offset costs for those programming needs. For example, if you sponsor a sports banner at Nike Sports Complex, that goes back to our recreation funds. If you're a preschool sponsor, those funds are ultimately helping our preschool program. Mm -hmm here at the district. In addition to that, I look to develop partnerships that fit within our vision, mission, and values as well as benefit the community. The one that comes to mind immediately is our branded hopscotch courts. We introduced these about three years ago. Not only does it give our partners excellent visibility at some of our facilities and parks, but it fits within our mission of healthy minds, healthy lives, and is also incredibly enjoyable experience for the community. It's really, the, the hopscotch has been met with such rave reviews. It's been so much fun. Not just the yes. sponsors, but the community. You see kids using it all mm-hmm. the time. It's really amazing. It has. It's been very fun. And, you know, it's kids, adults, you know, active adults and seniors. Yeah. Everyone's enjoying it. Yeah. So it's been a great partnership. That's very cool. Thank you. Andrea, we've managed a large and successful volunteer program at the district. And volunteers talk about it, another important kind of partnership. Um with various organizations volunteer and keep our programs viable. So in 2023, we had to put a lot more emphasis behind the volunteer efforts. Talk a little bit about the issues that we faced and how we were able to come overcome some of those challenges. Sure. Um, the aftermath of the pandemic really hit our volunteer program right. very hard, as many of the large groups we typically work with were no longer in existence. Uh, for example, the high school and college clubs that used to provide a support disbanded um, for a time after the pandemic, leaving us with very limited resources. Uh, fortunately, these clubs are now coming back, and we're once again coming together, and we're seeing a, a great increase in, in their support. Uh, the past year, we have also put a lot of extra time and energy into reaching out to organizations. Um, but we did find not only did we have to be more fl- flexible with our scheduling, but we also had to find opportunities that fit the, op- the organization's needs as well as our own. Mm-hmm. So that's been a little bit of a challenge for us. But we are rising to the occasion, and it's working. Um, one area that we are still developing and rebuilding is the corporate-based uh, group involvement. We are finding more businesses are looking for philanthropic missions for their employees. Right. So that's kind of benefiting us as well, um, and we're trying to work with them with those programs. Um, in 2024, we will be looking to rebuild our recognition program, um, as these amazing groups are the key to the success of the volunteer program. Definitely. And it's great to see that really building back. I love that because the volunteers are so important. It's such a, a longstanding thing that we've had at the district and just everything that they do for us, all the, the hours that, that are amassed every year by volunteers is really incredible. Correct. I would agree. And it's, it's, it is an important part, not only with our park system, mm-hmm. but in recreation programming with special events and all of our coaching staff right. and things like that. So, sports, yes. so our volunteers are very important yeah, uh, to, the, to the park district. Eric, another new agreement has developed between the Park District and DuPage County related to stormwater management. Where many of our relationships are specifically within the Naperville community, 
How does this county-level partnership differ, and in what ways will it benefit our organization and the larger community? Sure. So this uh, county-level partnership that you mentioned is so very special. Mm -hmm. uh, and what I mean by that is we're fortunate to work with DuPage County that has much greater resources, whether it's funding or staff expertise, and working to address some of the issues that we have as it relates to stormwater quality and improvement. Mm -hmm. And so we had the ability in July of last year to work out an, an agreement with DuPage County, uh, really focusing on the utilization and available resources to partner on projects that we had planned for 2024. Uh, some of those projects uh, include Brighton Ridge Park, shoreline restoration, uh, as well as Stanford Meadows, uh, there's a creek that we started in phase one in 2023, starting with shoreline renovation and removing of invasive material. And it's so important that we remove these invasive trees and shrubs uh, throughout the community because they're really not supposed to be where they're at. Right. And it started years ago where seeds just fell into the water of ponds and waterways and they grew up in this woody material, but it doesn't hold the shoreline together. Mm -hmm. So with the partnership uh, that we uh, were able to develop with DuPage County and their resources, they have plans with their contractors to, uh, to begin improvements at Brighton Ridge Park and Stanford Meadows in 2024. Uh, and then we have a third project uh, working with DuPage County, and that is along the DuPage River okay. and portions of the Riverwalk. So we're looking from Jefferson Avenue south to like the JC's playground area. And that's also so very important because as we know, a lot of folks refer to the Naperville Riverwalk as the jewel of the community. Right. And so uh, for us to from a stewardship and sustainability perspective to, to really take care of what we have in collaboration with DuPage County. It's just really a special opportunity for all of us involved. I agree. And I think that projects such as that, like the shoreline restoration and some of the other things that maybe aren't necessarily considered fun things, I think that's a real great opportunity to educate the community and just why it's important. And you talk about, you know, the, the shoreline restoration and why, you know, there's certain plants that need to be removed and how you want deep root systems. And I don't think a lot of people know that. So I think that there's a, that's a, a great chance for us to do some education along with it. Yeah, education is so important with this. And, and we have so many opportunities with our website, and social media, to mm -hmm. really get the word out of, of all the great things that we're doing here in the community. Right. Brad, it's no surprise that one of the most well-known destinations in Naperville is the Riverwalk, which Eric just mentioned a couple minutes ago. And this includes the Millennium Carillon. What happens at these iconic locations wouldn't be possible with we didn't have that strong agreement with the city of Naperville and the Park District. Can you talk about why this agreement is so important and why updating this collaboration rose to the level of a 2023 um, Park District-wide goal? Yeah, yeah. the agreement uh, for, for the Naperville Riverwalk is very important. Um, the Naperville Riverwalk is oftentimes referenced as the, the crown jewel uh, of Naperville. Right. Uh, it really uh, serves as a, a centerpiece for the community, uh, the downtown area, and, and helps to make Naperville unique. Mm -hmm. And in order to maintain the Riverwalk at a high level, it takes a great deal of resources, staff time, uh, money to, to be able to, to have that high quality that the, that the Riverwalk uh, that needs. And both the city and the park district have recognized just the importance of the Riverwalk to the community, uh, to the downtown area and so on, and uh, came together to commit to ensuring that the resources were there and were available to be able to continue to, to maintain this wonderful amenity within the, the community. Uh, so 
last year uh, was the last year of uh, an agreement uh, that we had with the city of Naperville, and it was time for a renewal. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it became an important goal for the park district because uh, the last several years, much like uh, many other areas, we've seen rising costs. Right. And we needed to ensure that the support was uh, was there to continue to maintain the Riverwalk uh, by both the park district and the city at that high level. And so we were able to, to work uh, on an agreement to ensure that that support is there and that uh, the the shared costs and that partnership continues moving forward. That's excellent. And I understand that there's many more improvements planned for this next year and for the coming years. So Riverwalk will continue to be updated and beautified and all kinds of amazing things are forthcoming. There are, and and listeners can uh, learn more about some of those improvements and what that entails on the, the Park District's website. Right. Stacy, moving back to you, is there any synchronicity between some of the organizations that the district partners with on various projects and your sponsors and advertisers? And if so, how do those opportunities materialize? Yes, there absolutely are. Um, there's instances where we partner within the community with other organizations for various reasons, um, and it turns into a conversation ultimately about getting more involved, getting the word out about their mission, mm-hmm. um, getting in front of people ultimately. Those conversations then typically turn into a conversation about having an advertisement, particularly um, maybe in our quarterly program guide, which receives over 700,000 impressions You know, every time we're publishing it on NaperviltParks.org. Um, or even advertising on our website, which has over 50,000 impressions per month. Um, It's a huge reach. Sometimes it's at our free events, um, which is amazing. Um, And those could range from a few hundred to a few thousand patrons um, every time that we're having those throughout the season. Um, You know, a lot of our partners love a little bit of all aspects where they can do some of their branding and messaging digitally, Mm -hmm. but then also love that human you know, human interaction piece as well um, at the events. And it's, it's kind of funny because I don't think people ultimately always realize that the reach that Naperville Park District has as far right. as community engagement and sponsorships within our programming or facilities or in our parks. So, you know, having those conversations is really important um, as well with our partners. And, you know, ultimately, they're not knowing that until we have those conversation. And over the years, we've gained some incredible partners because of that. That we have. And you've really been able to grow the sponsorship program because of that and I think that the park district is so lucky because we're such a we're a community connector we Mm -hmm. have so many different things that we offer whether it's parks and facilities or programs and we just we touch all range all ranges of ages across the community and so we are really able to help connect anybody whether it's businesses or other organizations with the people that that we serve absolutely Andrea, one of the district's 2024 goals involves working with community and regional partners to promote a career path for future parks and recreation industry candidates. And we talked a little bit about this earlier on. What exactly does this entail and why is this an important goal for the district this year? Well, as you know, the world we live in today is very different than uh, it was 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And this holds true um, with the field of parks and recreation as well. Um, It is no longer just about mowing grass or leading day camps. It is much more. Um, For this reason, we have developed a new brand, Careers Grow Here, um, to assist us in highlighting the field of parks and recreation um, and the many disciplines that can be found within the career path. By establishing this brand, 
Uh, we have set up a pipeline for future candidates in all disciplines, including marketing, IT, finance, and planning, just to name a few. Um, by putting the spotlight on a career path within Parks and Recreation, we hope to develop talent and attract new talent uh, that will be the future for the Parks and Recreation industry. And that's really an important part of partnerships, too, is building that pipeline, like you said. And I think with all of us being so invested in what we do, we want to make sure that there's a future for our industry. Because I think we all believe in what we do and how we serve the community. Yep. Brad, last question for you. If the district didn't have such a wealth of partnerships and strong established community relationships, how would that impact our operations and ultimately our success as an organization? Well, if those partnerships were not in place, uh, the park district as well as the community itself would look very different. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are so many aspects of uh, what we do uh, as a park district that we provide to the community that relies upon those uh, partnerships. Uh, Andrea mentioned before the the partnerships with the school districts, where uh, we rely very heavily on the school districts for use of indoor space. Uh, In turn, and what helps to make those partnerships so successful is the school districts rely upon the park district for a lot of the outdoor activities uh, that uh, that they need for for their schools. Um, Many of the trails that you see throughout the community are done through partnerships between the city, between and the park district and the forest preserve districts. Right. If those didn't exist, the the regional trail system that we have uh, would not be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a number of open spaces that we maintain as parks, as a park district, that we actually lease or a property that is owned by the city or by the the school districts. And so, uh, if again, those partnerships, if they were not in place, uh, ultimately. The park district would look very different, uh, as well as the community and just all that's available to the community would be very different. Partnerships are extremely important, and and Naperville uh, has been looked upon, at least in the parks and recreation industry, as Mm -hmm. one of the leaders in, uh, in community partnerships. Well, it's definitely an important aspect, and I'm, I'm glad we have the partners that we do have. We're very fortunate in that regard. We are very fortunate, and it's something that, uh, as a park district and in working with other community leaders, we look to continue well into the future. It's clear that many types of partnerships developed and fostered by the park district help our agency fulfill our mission. Much like one person can't know everything or do everything, our partners help us fill in the gaps, and we do the same for them. This builds a supportive community for our residents. So thanks to all of you for a a really great conversation. Appreciate you being here. Thank you you for having us. Thank you for listening. The Naperville Park District's mission is to provide park and recreation experiences that promote healthy lives, healthy minds, and a healthy community. Park Talk Podcast is a production of the Naperville Park District.